The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell and as always, I am joined by Jenna Tobble, Director of brand and digital experience with First Alliance Credit Union, along with Jennifer Bigelow, real estate lending advisor at First Alliance Credit Union. So good morning to both of you. Good morning. Yeah. So Jennifer, maybe you want to introduce yourself and tell us about what you do at First Alliance. Sure. So as you said, my name's Jennifer and I am a real estate advisor with First Alliance. Um, I've been with First Alliance for about two and a half years, but I've been in the industry for about 13 years. So she knows a lot of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff. Stuff about lending, home lending. Okay. Real estate lending. Okay. So uh, we just had a conversation, great conversation with Rosalina about business loans. So Seeing as Jennifer's here, I'm guessing it has something to do with real estate loans. So I'll throw it at you, Jenna. What what are we going to talk about this week? Yeah, well, this week- today. Oh, oh. sorry, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, today we're going to be talking about home equity loans and lines of credit and really what home equity even is. Um, so we kind of mentioned home equity loans as an option for financing your home improvement projects on a show that we did a couple weeks ago. So I thought it would be really good to kind of get into more details about what these financial tools can really do for you, just to kind of give those who maybe aren't as familiar with these types of products a little bit of an overview and and kind of uh, build up that knowledge base around what the heck is home equity. So Great. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess this is where we go to the basics, Jennifer. What is home equity? All right. Well, just to kind of start it out. So equity is the difference between what you owe on your mortgage and what your home is currently worth. So, for example, if you owe $150,000 on your mortgage and your home is worth $200,000, you then have $50,000 of equity in your home. Um, As you pay, you know, you can increase your equity in two ways. As you pay your mortgage down, the amount of equity in your home will eventually rise and your equity will also increase if the value of your home jumps. So like in a good market like we're in now, a lot of the values have have been jumping. Oh, yeah, they have jumped big time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So here's an example of how your equity can change over time. So let's say that you buy a house for $300,000. You might come up with a down payment of 10% of the purchase price, which is $30,000. Your lender will then give you a mortgage loan in the amount of $270,000. If your home is worth $300,000 as the sale price you and you have $30,000 in equity, your equity is the $300,000 minus the $270,000 equaling $30,000. Just gotcha. kind of break that down a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, now let's look at it. Let's jump ahead two years. You've been making payments on your mortgage. You've been making all your payments on time. You now owe 250000 And your home is still worth three hundred. dollars And let's just say that your home value has now jumped to 320000 So now you have $70,000 in equity or 320000 minus the 250000 that you owe. So that's how you kind of build up that equity 
you know, as you own your home. Yeah, the the value usually goes up and the loan amount usually goes down. That's usually <laughs> because it's not always the case, but yeah. Right, right. In in a perfect world. Um, you know, on the flip side, and obviously no one really wants to talk about that flip side, your home's value could also decline. Um, so let's just say that you paid down your mortgage loan to the same about 250000 but your home value value has dipped from three hundred to two seventy. Then obviously you're only going to have that twenty thousand in equity. So that's kind of how your equity could decrease. Um, your equity can also fall if your home value dips. Um, we saw back in two thousand eight nine all the home values dipped, and you know everyone was kind of underwater on their mortgage, meaning that they owed more than what their home was worth. So that can kind of be be a stressor as well. But like I said. That's not what we want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope we don't go there again. Right, right, right. So, you know, just to explain a little further. So if you owe 270 on your home and the value of your home drops to, let's say, 250, then you owe more on your mortgage than what your home is worth. Kind of just to give it a number example. Yeah. Um, and then also, as far as determining your equity, there's a couple different ways that you can do that. I mean, to get a real... Um, value on your equity, only a real estate appraiser can actually come up with that value. They also, they have the strict regulations and rules that they have to follow to really come up with that value. But if you don't want to pay for an appraisal, you can estimate your home's value by looking at comparable home sales in your area or by checking with an online real estate sales that provide their own home value estimates. Just remember that these estimates aren't always accurate and exists just to give you a rough idea of your home's yeah. value. Yeah, so no. using using those kind of um, self-service, as what I'll call them, tools, would be a great way to kind of get a feel for if you have any equity in your home, kind exactly. of to just give you a rough idea. And then if you did want to use that equity to, um, you know, finance some kind of home improvement project or something, you would have to get that final real estate appraiser okay. to get involved at, in that process at some point. But using those self-service tools can be just kind of a good educational starting point if you're not quite sure that you're ready to commit to getting that full sure. appraisal done. And it could also give you an idea whether what you're considering is even realistic. Exactly. Like Yes. I need this much. Can I get it out of my home equity? Ah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so great information. Um, what can I do with all this equity? If I'm lucky enough to have equity in my home. <laughs> right. So equity in your home is actually one of the best financial tools you can have. Um, your home being your biggest purchase, but also your biggest asset. Um, so let's just say that for whatever reason you decide that you want to sell your house, you're relocating, your family's growing, your family's shrinking, whatever. There's all the different reasons why you want to sell your house. So let's just say that you're selling your house for $300,000 and you've built $70,000 worth of equity in it. If you sell your house for what it's worth, then you can use that equity for a down payment on your new home. So with the bigger down payment, you can probably afford a larger home and also keep your payments relatively close to what they were with your first home, depending on the purchase price. Um, if you have a smaller mortgage, obviously your payments are going to be lower. If you're able to put at least 20% down on the new mortgage, you're also going to avoid that private mortgage insurance, which is 
could be a hefty monthly fee. So there's all kinds of reasons to use as much equity as you can. (laughs) With that private mortgage insurance, to get rid of that, do I have to go through the whole appraisal process? Or is that something that can be dealt with without the formality of... Right, right. That's actually a great question. So there's two different ways that you can get rid of your private mortgage insurance. When you close on your mortgage, you will get what's called an amortization schedule, which will break down um, every payment. And then it will also show you exactly where you hit that 80% mark, 80% loan to value. At that time, you can request to have that private mortgage insurance removed. They may at that time require an appraisal. But once you get down to 78% loan to value, so if you do nothing and just keep making your payments, at 78%, it automatically drops off. You don't have to do anything. Okay. But what if I am, I'm looking at my home going up in value like it did last year. Mm -hmm. We all, boom, we all of a sudden have a lot more equity than we did the year before. And that was what allowed me to get to that 80% threshold. Is that going to require the appraisal? That actually would require, well, I don't want to say it would. It would likely require an appraisal. Okay. So what you would want to do at that point is actually contact your servicer and talk to them about removing your private mortgage insurance and see what they require to do that. You know, they also know that that values are raising and everything, so they may not require an appraisal. I don't want to say they 100% sure. will or 100% won't. So you would just need to talk to your servicer. So it's a big, it depends on your situation. It really does. (laughs) As with everything we talk about, it depends on your situation. (laughs) Well, sure. Because you could be the outlier and has a property that did not enjoy that great increase in equity that many properties did. And so I'm sure that is a complicating factor. So what we'll do is we'll take a break and we come back, we'll talk about what we can do with all this equity and how we can tap into it on Good Money Moves here at News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell. Jennifer Bigelow is with us and Jenna Tobble, of course, with First Alliance Credit Union. The topic today is home equity. And we touched on, obviously, if I'm moving to a bigger home, that home equity is super advantageous to me because I can make the larger down payment. And we kind of just touched on other things we can use for that home equity. Maybe you could uh, elaborate on those, Jennifer. Yeah. So there's a lot of different things other than putting a down payment on a new home that you can use your equity for. Um, A lot of people use it for home improvements, which again could help raise that value of your home. Um, Debt consolidation. Some people will use the equity to put in a retirement account start building up those retirement funds, and then also, you know, to pay college tuition. So as we all know, those student student loans are not cheap. So if you have that equity, that's always good to, to be able to use it for that. And, you know, speaking of equity, there are three different ways that you can kind of utilize the equity in your home. 
Um, you know, it's really smart to use the equity in your home versus maybe taking out a personal loan or using a credit card because being that your home would be collateral, you're going to get a better rate on that um, refinance, home equity line of credit, or fixed second mortgage. Um, you know, with your personal loan and credit cards, you're usually going to look up in the teens for the interest rates. Um, you know, there is a risk to to home equity lending, which, you know, I think is important to, to point out. If you fail to make your payments on time, being that your home is collateral, the bank can essentially come and take your home if you're not making your payments on it. Um, the other thing that I wanted to point out with not making payments on even a second mortgage or a home equity line of credit is that that on your credit report would look at look like a late mortgage payment, which has I a guess. lot of effect on what you can do with your home. So it's just really important to keep that in mind when your home is collateral on any loan, that it's very, very important to keep up with those payments. I have a question about that. So sure. if I would take out a home equity loan on a portion of my equity, it's not mm -hmm. the whole value of the home, and things go south for me. And for some reason, I'm not able to make these payments. And I go through this foreclosure process. Do I lose all of the equity in my home or just the portion I borrowed? You know, that's a really good question. It kind of depends on the value. So when a home gets foreclosed, obviously it loses quite a bit of value. Oh, that's true. Um, too, yeah. Usually when um, a home is foreclosed, all they're looking to regain is who who you owe money to. So your first mortgage lender and then your second mortgage lender would both get paid and usually, you know, they'd want to get at least that amount out of it. If your home gets foreclosed on, you probably do forfeit that equity. Wow. Of course, in this market, you could put it up for sale before the foreclosure and pay off your loans. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, that's only in this market. Yeah. Yeah. It'll sell in about two hours. And yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. and there are other ways to tap into that equity? Yeah, so I just wanna explain a little bit about a cash out refinance. So of course, with a cash out refinance, this would be considered a first mortgage and obviously you're borrowing against the equity in your home. Um, how much you can take out on the cash out refinance really depends on what you owe on your home and also what the value comes in at. Um, I think what a lot of people don't understand about cash out refinances is we can only go up to 80% loan to value if you're taking cash out. So let's say you owe 200 on on your home and um, you wanted to refinance and take $30,000 out. I mean, you'd have to make sure, so your loan amount will be $230,000. Um, you'd have to be sure that the appraisal comes back you know, 290 or higher to kind of make up that gap, if that okay. makes sense. It does. Um, so, you know, the nice thing about the the cash out refinance, again, is that you do have access to money at a very low interest rate compared to, again, if you took a personal loan or used a credit card. Um, you're always going to get the better rates. The only thing to keep in mind on that, too, is your rate will be affected by your credit score. So um, market rates, you know, the, the three things that come into account would be your loan to value, your credit score, and your debt to income ratio. Those are the three main things that, that determine your score. 
Um, but still, in the whole scheme of things, that rate's likely to be much lower than any other type of loan you could take out. So this cash out refinance, this I'm imagining this would be a person who might be tapping into their equity to start a business. Correct. That that kind of scenario. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, okay. that is that's another that's another good reason to, you know, take equity out of your home. Another thing, too, that I forgot to mention is a lot of people especially this time of year, are thinking about buying cabins and stuff. Yeah. Um, second homes require a larger down payment. And if you have equity in your home, a lot of people take out equity or a home equity line of credit to use as a down payment on a second home. Okay. So in other words, if you're going to do this, you better make sure you're in solid financial shape because you are, you're putting it all on the table right now. Yeah, pretty to, much. To do this. Yeah. 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 Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Using your home's equity is not necessarily a low risk option um, for you. Uh, but yeah, I can you definitely you definitely want to do you know, do your due diligence before you sign on the dotted line for that. Just, you know, for right. to set yourself up for success, really. But I can see in cases where you're looking for investment property and things like that, this would be a, a great way to get there. Yep. To to increase wealth by tapping into that equity. Correct. Okay. Yep. Well, we'll take a quick break here and we're going to come back and we're going to explain some more ways you can use your equity in your home to meet your financial goals. On Good Money Moves, of course, on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Home equity is the topic this week on Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jennifer Bigelow with First Alliance Credit Union, a real estate loan analyst, expert. Lending advisor. (laughs) Well, <laughs> you choose your title today, Jennifer. I, I mean, go with expert, whatever. Okay. We'll yeah. So we talked about the cash out refinance option. Yeah. Um, what are the other ways I can tap into that home equity? Right. So, um, you know, being that the cash out refinance, you know, you're basically replacing your first mortgage with a new first mortgage. Other ways that you can take that equity would be to take out a subordinate mortgage or a second mortgage. So leaving your first mortgage in place, there's two different types of loans that you can actually take out as a second mortgage on your house. There's what's called a home equity line of credit, or you might hear it referred to as a HELOC. Um, the, The thing with the HELOC that's really nice for some people is it is a revolving line of credit. So what a lot of people like to do is they'll take out that line of credit, maybe pay some debt, maybe do some home repairs. But as they pay that down, they can reuse that. So it's basically revolving equity, if you want to like explain it that way. Okay. Um, so yeah. it kind of works the same way. So let's just say, you know, that your home appraises at 300000 you owe 200000 on it. I mean, you can go all the way up to probably... 270 or 280,000 on a second mortgage um 
you know, so the, the restrictions as far as the 80% loan to value on a cash out refinance, you can actually go above that 80% with a second mortgage or a home equity line of credit. Um, the thing to keep in mind with this is that then at this point, you do have two separate payments. So you're going to have your first mortgage payment, and then you're going to have your home equity line of credit or home equity loan payment as well. Um, so that is going to affect your debt to income ratio. So qualification on that, you know, we do have to to do our due diligence and make sure that you qualify and that the payments are affordable. But that is another way to um, take it out. The, and like I mentioned, the nice thing about the revolving line is you can reuse it as you want. The other thing that I wanted to point out with the home equity line of credit versus a cash out refinance is the closing costs are much cheaper. You're talking about maybe five, $600 in closing costs versus five, $6,000 in closing costs. So that's also a more you know affordable way to to do it should you decide that you want to tap into some of that equity. So the main um, the main difference between the two would be the well, I, refinance loan would be for a I'd have set payments for a certain period of time, right? Right, right. Refinance, then you have one more mortgage payment. So if you do yeah. it as a refinance, as a it would cash be I I'm going to pay this off in five years or whatever mm -hmm. it may be. And I just have yep. those payments. And the HELOC is depends on how much I've taken out the, for the loan amount or the, the payment amount. Right. You don't pay payments or interest on any, any money that is not drawn. So let's say your home equity line of credit is $30,000. You only draw $15,000. That's all you're paying payments and interest on is that $15,000. So that's kind of nice to keep that in mind too. Is there a... You can kind of think about that kind of like the same way that you use a credit card. It's like you have this limit of funds you have available to you, but you're only making payments if you're using any of that funding. Um, and you may have payments that are based on the amount that you've drawn, just like when you're using swiping that credit card, just to kind of give you um, like a comparison of something sure. that you're maybe more used to using on a day-to-day -day basis. Is there an expiration date on a HELOC or is it just forever? Yeah, no, that's actually a really good question. I was going to, going to touch on that. Oh, um, so, so generally with first Alliance, the majority of our HELOCs we do um, on a 10 year revolving basis. So, but this is amortized over 20 years. So what that means is that you can use that line of credit for 10 years and then after that 10 years, it kind of cuts off and then you have another 10 years to finish paying that off. You don't oh, have see. to take that 10 years and you can renew that line of credit too, if you wish to. If it's I renew it, after, do I have after to go? that 10 years action needs to be taken. Okay, so if I renew it, do I go through the process again and you have to have an application and all that? Yeah, you would. We would have to do everything. We'd have to pull new valuation. We'd have to, you know, do new okay. title. But again, that's that five hundred dollar fee range versus like the few thousand dollars. So it would just, you know, you'd have to. We'd have to redo all the services. Sure, sure. It would be a new loan in essence. Right, right. Now, and that being said, some um, financial. Financial institutions might do a home equity line of credit over five years and then give you 10 years to pay that off after or five years to pay that off. It really depends on your financial institution. I'm just speaking to what we do at First Alliance for the most part. Are there any limits on what I can use this equity for or is it just 
dictated by which type of loan I take. You know, there's really no limits on what you can use this equity for. Um, and it really doesn't matter what type of equity loan you take. And that kind of brings me to the fixed home equity, which again would be just a loan on your house. It's fixed for usually five, 10 or 15 years and it's not revolving. So once you use that money or do what you want with it, then you just make payments on it. Um, again, interest rates are gonna be lower on that than they would on any sort of like signature loan or anything like that. Um, but the main difference is this is fixed, it's not revolving and it's a fixed term. So, you know, that's kind of important to understand. And I'm gonna back up just a little bit, sure. bit because when I talk about that fixed term, I want to explain that the home equity line of credit interest rate is a variable rate, and that's going to vary according to prime. So as prime adjusts, which we've seen lately, unfortunately, yes, we have. <laughs> um, that rate will also adjust up on the home equity line of credit where the fixed second, the rate is not adjustable. The rate stays what it is the entirety of the loan. A lot to think about. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to do this sort of thing. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's a great thing to sit down with somebody like you, Jennifer, and talk it through. Before yeah. You make a move. Yeah. Yeah. It, exactly. <laughs> All right. Yes. This is great information. Um, I, again, learned something new today. So thank you so much, Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So, Jenna, I'm going to throw this at you. I know mm -hmm. a lot of folks have other questions and would like, I'm sure, more information if they're considering some sort of home equity loan uh, or using their home equity to advance their financial goals, where can they find out more information? Yeah, well, as always, I encourage our listeners to visit firstalliancecu.com. Get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week, including information about home equity loans, lines of credit, how to use your equity. Um, and of course, I also encourage you to go back and listen to past episodes of this show at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on carocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasting services. Um, and if you love our show, or you've maybe even if this is just the first show you've listened to and you learned something new, please take a minute to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. It would um, make me very happy. Uh, <laughs> and so, or if you have um, financial topics that you'd like us to cover or questions you'd like answered on Good Money Moves, please send me an email at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. I'd love to know what is on your mind and what you think we should be talking about on this show. We've covered so much, but I know there's so many different ways to talk about these different things. I want to know what's important to our listeners. Um, but of course, if you are currently looking to use your home equity to your advantage, I would strongly encourage you to reach out to Jennifer and the rest of our real estate lending team at First Alliance Credit Union so that they can help you find the best solution to meet your personal goals. Well, great. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you being with us. And Jenna, we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. This has been Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.